Who is your God? Is there someone in your life who stands above all else? Who stands over everything? Who is supernatural, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere? In every circumstance and situation of your life? Who is your God? Who is it that you depend upon when things are tough? Who is it that you praise when things are good? Who gives meaning and purpose to your life? Who is your God? David knew who his God was. Psalm 63, verse 1. David writes, O God, you are my God. I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. David begins this beautiful psalm with these words, O God, you are my God. O God, the one who made the heavens and the earth, the one who spoke existence into being, O oh God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, O oh God, who delivers your people from the hands of their enemies, O oh God, who dwells with your people in the holy place, O oh God, who is not indifferent and distant, but who cares and draws close, O oh God, who is preparing a way for your people, O God, who loves us with an everlasting love. O God, who sees me and hears my cries. O God, who looks upon my life with grace and mercy. O God, whose love endures forever. O God, the one true and living God, you are my God. You are my God. You are my God. At a time when David found himself in the wilderness, literally, having fled his palace as king for fear that his son Absalom was going to attack him and his kingdom, finding himself separated from God's sanctuary which was in Jerusalem, David did not forget who his God was, even at that moment in time. And David's God was a God who was worthy of praise. For he was a God who was faithful in difficult days. O oh God, you are my God. Even on the days when the sun does not seem to shine as bright, on the days when it is hard to see you, when I am not sure where you are or what you are doing, on these days in the wilderness, O oh God, you are my God, and I will praise you. David's God was a God who was worthy of praise, for he was a God who was faithful in difficult days. For those who will praise God, even in times of wilderness, times of distress, times of turmoil and confusion, those who can say with David in times of wilderness, O oh God, you are my God, those who will praise God uh, in times such as these will find that he is their strength. And this is something we need to understand, 
that when life takes us into a desert place, we need to long for God and continue to trust in the Lord God and to wait upon Him, for He is truly a help for those who seek Him. The scripture says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary, walk and not be faint. David knows who his God is and longs for him. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. What do you seek earnestly? Is there anything that you long to see when you first wake in the morning? And upon seeing it, it would brighten your whole day. Seeing it in the night. Seeing it in the morning. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I desire you above all else. When day breaks, when the sun comes over the horizon, it is you, O God, that I look for. It is you, O God, that I want. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. In Psalm 42, David expressed it this way, As a deer pants for the flowing stream, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Without you, O God, my soul dries up. Even my flesh becomes weary. You are the sustainer of my life, O God. As in a land where there is no water, the body cannot live. So in a world without God, I cannot live. Without you in my life, O God, I would die. Part of David's desire for God and his need for God is that his, is that his God is a God of power and glory. Psalm 63, verse 2, David states, So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. David knows that, the, that his God is a God of power and glory. In the sanctuary, he has seen the items which point to the power and glory of God, items which recount God's mighty acts on behalf of Israel, a God who is for and with his people, a God who is powerful to deliver his people from force which comes against them. And this is a God whose love is steadfast. Verse 3, David writes, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. David knows that his God, that his God for whom he longs, has a steadfast love. A love which is better than life itself. A love without which life would not be worth the living for David. For most all of us, we consider life as a good thing, and it is. But what makes life so precious for David is the precious possession of the love of God. Take away the steadfast love of God, and the life is not worth the living anymore. Are there things that you could do without in your life? If you were to wake up in the morning and there was something missing out of your life, 
depending on what it is, how would life go on for you? We have so much in this part of the world that we could lose many things, and it may take us days to realize that we have lost something. But what about the bigger things in life? Job, home, health. David felt as though he could lose all things in life as long as he still has God. Life would be worth the living. Why? Because of God's steadfast love. Because of God's steadfast love. David goes on to write, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you, so I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. Because of God's goodness, because of God's faithfulness in trying times, because of the record of God's faithfulness down through the ages, because of God's steadfast love, with his mouth, David will praise God. This is audible, open praise. And David lifts up his hands. The lifted hands refer to a posture of prayer. Empty hands lifted in waiting anticipation of the provision of God. A God whose love is steadfast and provision is sure. And a God who is therefore worthy to be praised. Verse 5 and following, David writes, My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. When I think of you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. The soul which has thirsted has been satisfied. And not only has God provided David a little something, but his soul has been satisfied as with fat and rich food. There is an abundance in the satisfaction. And this in turn, again, causes David to praise God. David not only has sought his God early in the morning, but because God has met his need, David praises him. David praises him in the night. The provision of God in the day is meditated upon in the night. The good things of God's presence and provision are recalled in the personal moments in the dark night. What do you think of when you lay down at night? Oftentimes we think of what the next day will bring and the things that will need to be done. David thinks of the things which God has already done in the day which has just finished. And he praises God in the watches of the night. It is no wonder that when David awakes in the morning, he earnestly seeks God. He is already anticipating yet again the steadfast love, the powerful provision, and the glorious presence of his God in the day ahead, for he recalls it in the day gone by. God's provisions 
have included the provision of protection. David finds himself in the shadow of God. This illusion almost surely includes the idea of a divine bird with a great wingspan, with the power to protect whatever is under its wings. Picture yourself going forth this day under the shadow of God. On a hot day, with the sun beating down on us, we look for the shade of a big tree. Let God be the shade of your day in this world. You will not find anyone bigger or more powerful or more capable to shade you from the things in this world which would burn you. David knows this and therefore clings to God. David clings to his God. This is an an expression which means to follow hard after, to pursue to earnestly seek. If you do not follow hard after God, you may find yourself no longer under the shadow of his wings. You may find yourself a few steps behind where God is, a few steps removed from his protection. But if you follow hard after God, he will be your help. Pursue God this day. Come to the wonder of the realization within your heart to be able to pronounce with your lips, O God, you are my God.